Welcome back to another episode of Tosses. Uh, joined by Crawls this week after the solo episode with Ferg. Now, Crawls, tell us what has been happening. Mate, I've been, you know, I've been on a sabbatical for about, what, four weeks? Yep. Been away. So the first, I went away, it was my cousin's 21st. And then I had a family holiday the weekend after, which was very nice. And then my brother's 18th and then my cousin's 18th the last weekend as well. Your life is a constant holiday, to be honest. Uh, well, not really. Family, you, 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 what is it? You don't have to like your family. But you got to love them. Is that the saying? Are you saying? I have to go to the family events. It was, mate, it's not a holiday sometimes. You haven't met my aunties. Yeah, you probably. It's a chore. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you. Oh no, no, I love my aunties. I have <laughs> seen. <laughs> I've seen you work for yourself, and I can understand how going to any sort of thing outside of that would be harder. Mate, it is. Look, I have a great boss. Um, he's a really good guy, but the office is very small. Do you actually have to Just work the on one? Do you actually do work now that you don't have an excuse to watch the NFL? Well, yeah, Mondays has become a real. Real knuckle down and work day. There's not, there is nothing else to do on a Monday now. It used to be a beautiful holiday. Bare but, minimum uh, Mondays. Bare minimum Mondays. I think everyone's doing that anyway that likes the NFL at work. A lot of the boys are anyway. But uh, yeah, no, the holidays were good. We'd, the 21st was fun. This is, I feel like I've got, going to these younger parties, I feel like I just ticked off being young again. Like that 21st, I already doesn't have Uber. So I ended, <laughs> I ended up crashing on my parents' hotel room floor <laughs> with – I didn't have a mattress. How old are you? <laughs> well, I'm 27. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Well, there's, to be fair, the, the taxi back home was like $50. Oh, daylight robbery. Like that's a lot. That is a lot. And I was like, you know what, I'll just sleep on the floor. And I had enough to drink that it was going to be comfortable anyway. It's sort of it's, – it's called the beer mattress. I heard there was a rumour floating around that you were the most pissed at the 21st. Oh, no, that was the 18th. <laughs> that, was the, that was my brother's 18th. And I was. It was, it was, it was a tie with me and my um, – me and my stepmom and then one of my cousins. And I think – well, she's even older than me, as, as the cousins say. But I, it, was, it was my stepmom's fault for making these freaking nuclear – like green margaritas that hit us like an absolute bomb. Seriously. The old hand grenades. We, uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> that was none of us remember cutting the cake at all. Um, and then my cousin, she yelled hip hip hooray for the cutting of the cake. And it was just, it was, the best part of it was we went out in Bright. It was one of the busier day, um, weekends in Bright. Brighter Days Festival was on. So Jess Mowboy was playing Screaming Jets, Screaming Eagles. Uh, Ella Hooper, what's oh, she from? She was playing um, there as Killing well. Killing Heidi. From Killing Weird. Heidi, she was playing. So every, the town was absolutely packed. So there was a line at Dong Mungo's in, uh, in Bright and we're lining up there. But it's from my place, it's like a 15-minute walk into town. Do not remember the walk in or the walk back home, which is, you know. Awesome. Is, <laughs> so good. I just remember waking up. I remember being at the party, being at the line in Dong Mungo's and then Dong Mungo's and then being at home, which was just unreal. But at the line, in the line in Dong Mungo's, we get there and, you know, it's a little – my brother's from the town. He's a little bit of swagger. He, you know, we we'll, we'll just cut in line here. It's my sort of town. I run this joint. Who, who the fuck are all these out-of-towners? So we cut in in front of this, this group of girls. And this girl's like, what the, what the hell are you doing? You can't go in there. We're like, oh, I can't relax. To be fair, the story's a bit hazy because I don't quite remember a lot of it. <laughs> but then she went to the front of the line and told the bouncer on us. You don't rat. She, you just she don't do it. She dobbed on us in the <sighs> line. I could. I actually could not believe it. I've never seen someone do that in my life. Walk to the front of the line and dob, and you know what? He kicked us to the back of the line. One person behind her 
is how far back in the line we went. I feel like I hate it if people push in the line in front of me, but I would, I'd just cop it. Like I'd You'd never, cop it, you, yeah. You don't rat. It's un-Australian. And it's also – it might be the part, part, of, part and parcel of like Bright where they're not used to it being that busy. But apparently I've got the inside ghost from my brother as well that not many people like her around the town in school <laughs> as well. I won't name drop her name here. News travels fast in rural towns. Bloody hell, you get a name for yourself that quick. (laughs) So that was good fun. Didn't remember the trip home. And there there is a funny video. Dad's got those, uh, the security cameras around the house. And I say that I I wasn't doing this, but to be honest, I can't remember. But there's the camera of me going out. I have my um, rooftop tent set up on my car and I walk out and the camera just captures me just falling underneath it. I walk around about three times. I can't find the tent. That's on top of the car. And I'm like, I'm walking under. Where's the tent? I'm walking under the tent. Like I'm walking around under. I'm like, where the fuck is my tent? <laughs> I don't even look up once and then I finally found it. And then I scoot up the ladder. Dude, where's my tent? Dude, where's my tent? And I like do three laps. I'm like, where the fuck is it? But I found it in the end. And then last weekend had my other cousin's 18th, which was, he had about 20 of his 18-year-old mates there, 17 as well. And the carry on, you forget how young they are at that age. What were you drinking? Were you on the cruises? Well, that was – no, we were on – just on the on the Roners and then they were playing some stupid drinking games, Honeycomb or something, and they were just getting hammered. And then it's it's a staple at the family events now to let, like, my 12-year-old um, cousin play beer pong with us. But he drinks Coke. And we oh, – well, I thought you were going to say it's a staple. We've got the 12-year-old. No, we don't, we don't get – he's, well, he's the youngest of all the cousins, so he just needs to fit in now. And we've got him trained to just go get us more beers. He doesn't drink them. So he's at that age where he doesn't want to drink them yet. But he'll go and get the new beers and, and then bring them back. And we'll play with him and then he'll we'll just drink the beer and then he'll just keep playing. Yeah. It's great. So we've indoctrinated him. But that was that was very funny because my brother, who just turned 18, we are my mum was like, let's leave. We're about to leave. Joseph's really drunk. We've got to go. And I was like, no, don't worry about him. He's just over there having fun. I know they're not his mates, but he's just out there having fun. She goes, no, we got to go. So I walk <laughs> around to the car and I look into the car and there is Joseph, head between his legs, <laughs> just like, let's, we're going to go drive, Dad, just drive. Get out of here, Dad. <laughs> and then we're pulling away the classic window down, head out the window, whole way home on the trip. And then I was just like, just leave him in the car. He'll get out when he's ready to get out. Yeah. Just yeah. let him spit it up. But that is the uh, classic 18th. You forget how, forget how gnarly they are. So yeah. that was, that's what I've been up to, mate. Doing the rounds. I don't know much to talk about. I have not done much. It's been a drunken haze. I think I went to the races a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Did an absolute number on myself on the punt. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you went back-to-back nights as well. You had a big weekend. Oh, yeah. I had a mammoth night. <laughs> I couldn't get Will... My housemate, yeah. you know, recently single bloke as well. You think you'd be the first bloke to go out on the double header, <laughs> yeah. go out to public house, but no. Just... You're a menace. You need footy. You need to be playing footy or something. Oh yeah, I, this I, is. I was thinking about this the other day. Like when you stop playing footy, you've got to fill your weekends. Or you've got to. There's two nights a week you're missing training, and then you've got the weekend where blokes who play footy do not go out Friday That's, nights. I'm, I'm going to play. I'm playing rural footy this year because. Purely, oh, I need a lucky club. I need a self-imposed. <laughs> I need a self-imposed drinking ban because otherwise, you're just doing the Friday. Or it's probably I used to do the Friday nights before when I was playing footy. But <laughs> yeah, true. You could get away with that yeah. in the thirds. <laughs> but just 
the Friday nights, the Thursday nights, the Saturday nights, the Sunday sessions. Yeah, it rolls in. And it's expensive. And inflation is biting hard. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the reason you're stopping inflation. No other reason. <laughs> just, just 15 bucks now. for a vodka lime and soda, man. A man is not a camel. There's only so much I can take. It is. It is, it is it's like absorbent amount. Like Nan, Nan pulled out. We had takeaway the other day. And Nan pulled out the old Faramas for, for or whatever Chinese in Aubrey. I was looking at the prices there, like $9.50 for pretty much every main dish. She goes, oh, that might be a bit old. I was like, yeah, it better be a bit old. This is the best restaurant in town. <laughs> like if you get $9.50 for a honey chicken or a sweet and sour chicken, they'd they'd be doing absolute bonzer. I reckon it was somewhere. I must have got a pint. might have been – no, a pot of stone and wood and it cost me like eight bucks. I reckon when I was turned, when we a, turned a pint of that's pretty good. No, for a, a pot. Of, oh, a pot. A pot. Yeah, that's what a pint would have been back when we turned eighteen. What, a pot ago? used to be about four bucks. Yeah, three dollars fifty in in Aubrey. This actually Great. leads onto a good and controversial topic. If you're bending the elbows, what is the perfect vessel to drink a beer out of? We'll, we'll take schooners are good because they're in the middle, but take schooners out, pots or pints. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, then you take the pint, the pot, the pint. I just mix pot and pint together. No, you take the pot. Yeah, 100%. Sure, because it stays cold. Well, that's they, a pint is like a traditionally British thing because it's always fucking cold there. So you're just going to drink pints and they stay cold the whole I, day. I get pints if you're at a place and it's busy because the chance you, you, you're going to walk out of the line, you're probably going to spill half of it anyway and it's just too much time going back and forth. What about some ponies? That Actually, that's probably a good way to keep you from getting too drunk if you drink little pots because you've got to keep going back. No, nah, but that's what the – Dad reckons you can't believe blokes drink pints because in his day they just sit at the bar and they drink ponies. But, that's but, a, but I'm like, mate, you're drinking 60 of them. You're, just, you're drinking <laughs> the exact same, the same amount. And you'd sit them there as well, put the cash down and just go top them up. Yeah. So they'd just come around and top them up the whole time. Like it's the exact same thing really. <laughs> like could you imagine how inefficient it would be to walk up, get a pony and then like – Walk, yeah, walk back to the table, have one swig of it and then have to go back again. <laughs> I guess you're keeping the weight off. Mate, you just know. be doing a figure of eight back to the bar and the table. Well, that's the great – have you seen the old videos of blokes at the at the bar, like back in the day when they're asking like what you should be doing, how much you should be drinking? Like in the 1960s, they've got footage of it and it is just absolutely uh, – absolute madhouse of the blokes just sitting there. They are buckled and they're in there all night. Like that was probably why domestic abuse was so <laughs> <laughs> prevalent back in the day. Like they come all piss as farts. It's like there was like an ABC video about them, like how do you start a fight? And apparently, you like you turn your glass upside yeah, down, yeah, that and that it. just means it is on for young yeah. and old. Let's get ready to rumble. Imagine doing that in the bar. That'd be great. It should. It's just the on the head, and then some bloke just comes and knocks it off. Whack. We like like to think we can drink, and we drink probably a lot more than the majority of people our age. Just but we. <laughs> I'll give you a big up on yourself over here about drinking. <laughs> I'm a high-functioning alcoholic. What? <laughs> but we have nothing on our grandparents' generation. Those blokes were just animals. They would put ten pots back every night. Yeah, it they'd, is. Th- they'd knock off, go to the pub, put back ten pots, they'd rock back home, dinner sitting on the table warm, they'd probably have a couple of stubbies there. But why, why were they drinking, mate? It's a mental, mental battle. See, we're drinking to have fun. 
They were drinking to forget their wife and kids that they have at home. That's just all. They, <laughs> that's just all they know. It's their one release is to go to the pub and forget. We've got everything. video games now. We've got. They didn't have porn back then, as as well. Remember to relieve their stress. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're down at the pub. They just have the stick mags. Yeah, exactly. They didn't have much back then. They got home and home and gardens and stuff. Maybe that was about it. Woman's the K- Day Kmart catalog. Yeah, they'd sneak. Yeah, they wouldn't have having Woman's Day or something back then. No, they didn't have much. But oh, speaking of hotels, that's what we did do. Well, I went on holidays as well. And I had my first surf and turf. Yeah. Uh, surf and turf. You know what surf and turf is? It is uh, seafood on a um, steak, I believe. Well, yes, yeah, surf is, sea- is seafood. And then, yeah, turf, where the animals are bred, is steak. Which in my head, I was imagining, Dad's, Dad said it was his favourite meal. Like that's what he'd get every time he went to the pub to treat himself when he was younger or whatever in his formative years. And I was like, that is just such a like weird tasting, like we, like in your head. I love seafood and I love steak, but it's not together. Really something. Yeah, yeah. I was imagining it to be like, have you had those prawn cocktail chips like in England? Have you ever been to England? No. They have like prawn cocktail flavor. That's what I was thinking it was going to taste like. And it was, you know what it was? It was prawns on top of a steak. And it was sort of delicious, but it was disgusting at the same time. Because you get a full like bee bit of steak and there's just a few prawns on top. I don't know whether it works. I was I don't know whether that'd be good or is it like fish fingers on top of it? I just steak? feel like if I'm getting a steak, you know, I'd probably want it well cooked and I, I might get the mustard, I might get pepper sauce, but I'm probably not gonna lather it in a buttery seafood. What prawn? Yeah. yeah prawns. Put the prawns to the side. It, it was it was good. I'm not gonna lie, it was delicious, but it's yeah. Would you get it again? Uh, I would get it again, but I probably prefer a, I prefer a steak on its own. And then on the other side, just if I went fish and chips on it, yeah, would be much preferred. But you know what? Went in Rome, exactly. by the sea. Enough said. Surf and turf. Well, we'll get on to something more topical, and that is we are just coming off the back of AFL round one. Uh, we won't dwell on it for too long, given that yeah. we both go for the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, yeah, we'll get through this pretty fast. But that was that was fucking dog shit from us. Did you watch any of the game? Yeah. Did you watch any? I did. I watched it all. <laughs> you did. So. It was a train wreck. I thought you were messaging no, me when no. it was on. I didn't think you were watching it. You're into me for fucking posting the Horn, videos or something. Horn Francis actually played well. He he's he's gonna be a jet. He fucking North Melbourne fucked that up. Well. Did you see what during the week that they put him? His mentor was Taron Thomas. Yeah, when he was at the club. Dirtbag. Like, how dumb is that? Like of all people to mentor a young kid, you give it to Taron Thomas, who is a young tr- kid trying to figure out. No wonder Juan Francis didn't work there. But yeah, he absolutely ripped us apart through the guts. And then I don't know. I look. I watched. I had to go to the party at halftime, so I watched the halftime. Like, yeah, look, we've kicked into gear. The first, the start of the first quarter, we were shit ass. But then, I don't think we'll lose at the Gabba this year. We've got too good a team. But then our backline's just Kitty Coleman, but that's that, Cam Rayner, that's how we win. Daniel it. Rich, you just got Connor McKenna. It's a lot easier to defend when you're first at the football and True. someone else is defending. But, but then our just don't mid, give it away. But then our midfielders weren't running back, nah, and nah. all their big bodies of volley lines that were just pu- bullying us in the middle. How good was Collingwood Geelong though? Did you watch that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I watched. Yeah, I watched the first half. Of it, Cracking so. game, exciting football. But I can't wait till my bo- my boy Ginnivan comes back. Better yet, will we get in the team? He is a jet. Well, he's seven suspension, mate. Yeah, I know, but when he comes back, yeah, we'll get back yeah, to the team. Yeah. You reckon? They're playing pretty good without him. Yeah. I don't know who Spotty takes. Maybe we should get Ginnivan on the pod. I'm sure he'd love to come on top <laughs> and talk about his off field antics. <laughs> well, best pubs of Victoria. <laughs> Go, Benny. He is a Bendigo boy, isn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, he is, but you know what he did in the Torquay pub. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but anyway, <coughs> before we finish, uh, 
no, football, but, you just you moved on very quickly from that game. I'd said last in our last episode we together. I think Collingwood were going to fall off. Like they've come out. They have re- come out swinging to the rain. They play some exciting footy, and then what else is what else happened? Cosy Pickett had an unreal game. He's done though, just, mate. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's a he's an idiot. It was. You can't. I be- do look. You know what? I do miss that the bump has to go out of the game. But God, it was it's some of the best things to see. You love just hitting a bloke late after they've kicked the ball. <laughs> and you it's, know it's late it's like, too. It's like you NH- know when you're doing it. I know. It. It's like NHL when you play NHL, the video game, and you can just go and just smash him and then you get a punch on. Like that is – there's nothing more, I don't know, invigorating and exciting. Gets the nothing testosterone feels, going. Oh, feels so good. I know it's a dog shop, but God, it feels good to just clean someone up, <laughs> just take their feet out. And then you I look, know you might have heard him a little bit. And then you're looking behind your shoulder for the rest of the <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't hit me in the back there. <laughs> no, you don't want to be that bloke. Anyway, it's, it's all right for us now that we're actually doing well, but we'll, we'll touch on it. Tipping against your team, yes, yes no. Yes, no, no, definitely a no. I, I'm a big – it's just bad voodoo, man. I'm about the spirits. Mate, I was watching a video on the leader of the ages tips for their work tips and he said you've got to be prepared to tip against your team and I object to that on all ethical no. and moral reasons. Look, if you're trying to win a tipping comp, yes. But if you want your team to win, which is more important than winning tipping comp, is you want your team to win every week. But ex- Exactly. What is the – if you're the winning and all mentality, why don't we just take performance-enhancing drugs? If exactly. winning's all that matters and it's not about the ethics and the morals along the road. Very good conclusion you've drawn there, Toss. I think They're very similar things. Pe- people <laughs> that tip against their team are kind of just below Somalian pirates in terms of oh, – that's not, No, that's not that bad. You love Somalian pirates. <laughs> in terms of people <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> Hey, they're trying to earn a living, mate. Hey, they're entrepreneurs. I, mean, I know they do it through killing and bad stuff. They're just trying to earn mate, a living. They're mate. entrepreneurs. <laughs> they are entrepreneurs. <laughs> That's what I was watching last night. I watched um, the Oscars just been. I watched Triangle of Sadness, which I think was Oscar nominated. And I, Woody Harrelson was on it. It's sort of about like celebrities on a on an exclusive so cr- it's, cruise. It's not. Is it about Somalian parts? Well, yeah. So they're on a. Oh, actually, maybe I shouldn't say because I'll ruin the movie for everyone. Uh, nah, I'll say, say no. It. They do get no. It doesn't matter. They get it. Doesn't matter. They get shipwrecked because they said they said it in when I was reading the whatever reading the description of it. So it's it's just like heaps of rich people on this cruise, and then the cruise just goes awry. And Somalian, something. Oh my god, some of the fucking funniest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> like there's a lot of I'll just say some. There's a big seasickness scene that goes on, which is fucking hilarious. And then <laughs> then Somalian pirates. Do blow up the ship and they get shipwrecked. And then that's part three when they're shipwrecked on the island. Very – if you guys want to go watch a really good movie, Triangle of Sadness, I think I enjoyed it more than every, every – wait, everything everywhere all at once. I, I, I did enjoy it. it. I need to watch it. But that was the, the Somalian parts from that one as well. Do you know they reckon that there's a sort of kind of quasi stock exchange that the Somalian pirates operate? And instead of, you know, investing capital money like you would here, you can invest like – Stuff they need, so people will invest a rocket launcher <laughs> to the pirates, or you know, like giving them an AK forty seven. It's or like am- playing a video. It's like playing one of those no, civilization or, or video ammunition. games, Age of Empires. And so you've got like an investment. You've got a stake in like you know this proprietary limited corpor- <laughs> corporation of Somalian pirates, and then they will go out there. Obviously, you know, steal shit, make some money. Do they t- do they count the kills on each like rocket launcher? So say you give them a rocket launcher, <laughs> I give them one. There's one who gets more kills from the rocket launcher. 
Do you get more money because you got more kills? I, I think depending on how much you give, you're entitled to more of the spoils <laughs> of war. So, like, you know, if you... Oh, sorry, we shouldn't laugh about it. But it's, <laughs> if you turn on a rocket launcher and they go out and plunder, you know, like $100,000, it's like, all right, you might be entitled to like 20% of that for your contribution. That's one way to make money. That's like they'll start on the NFT soon. You like buy the rock <laughs> NFT. You got to keep that for life. Buy, yeah. Imagine buying them a boat or something. They're entrepreneurial. Give them that. It's like it's like real life GTA. <laughs> You're just Somalian GTA. I'm sure there's a mod for that on the on the GTA servers. Oh, we may as well touch on it, but again, very briefly, it was a week or two back. You were talking about movies, but the Oscars just passed. I had no idea it was on. Yeah, I know. I guess if you're not a movie guy, you probably don't know what's going on. What did do you do? You have any questions for me? Because I am a movie guy. I can tell you about what it. What one? What do you want to know? What one? What? Oh, the best. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I like cleaned up like seven. Like they got like seven Oscars. And, then, and then there was the thing because isn't it like the the winner of the best actor is meant to pass on the award the next year? But obviously, Will Smith yeah. couldn't do it. I actually agree with last year's decision. Will Smith is hands down the best actor in the world because he's. Been pretending to be an actual nice guy for about 25 <laughs> no, no, fucking no. years. <laughs> no, Will Smith's a nice dude, man. I think he's a nice dude. He just did – you can't do what he did on National Live TV. But you can't do that anywhere. Yeah, you can't well, just walk up to someone and hit them. Uh, yeah, true. And that, no, that's, that's how much – It how much, stops at National TV. But that, you but you save it, that for home. <laughs> doesn't it, it show you like how much of like peanuts the, uh, the actors are? Like they are just puppets. Because he did that slap and then he won the Oscar and he got a standing ovation. Get After your... just committing assault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My wife, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That just went off and then went all around. And then we were like, "That's you can't be doing that, bro. I loved it. They had the week after like all the comedians like doubled down. They're like, this is not okay. You do not do oh, this Oh, it's definitely comedian. not okay. Yeah, he's just making fun and, of And them. then every single comedian like in the US was just like bagging the absolute living daylights out of – yeah, no, he deserves it. it. He just ruined his career for absolutely no reason. I guess he won his Oscar and he bounced out. But, um, yeah, no, he, so he didn't present the award the next year. I can't remember who well, it's won. Well, like they were saying Chris Rock is talking, you know, it's that argument, you know, when a TV station asks you to come on TV and, you know, talk to your wife about how she had an affair with your son's, like, you know, 18-year-old friend, just say you're fucking busy. No, that, that <laughs> dude, that wasn't a that wasn't even a TV station. That was her show that she set up. Just say you're busy, mate. You can't do it. <laughs> it's her show. She doesn't have to. Oh yeah, because he. Oh, she asked. Yeah, we would be on. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wild, mate. That guy's absolutely pussy whip. Like seriously, like, and also, two, he, she was Tupac's ex girlfriend as well. Oh, I do not know that. Is that did true? You know, or is she, that fake news? Oh, no, it's true. There are photos of them. She dated Tupac before he died. And, like, they would still be together. And now she's with Will Smith. Like, that is – that family's got some fucking issues. They're – but Will seems like a nice dude. I'll just go back to that. It seems like pretty cool. He seems like a pretty cool dude. Well, Except for the slap. Well, he did after that. I don't want to defend Will anymore. Nah, nah. But I, I sort of like – While we're on the subject, a bit of an actor slash musician, let's talk about the biggest musician going around the world now, Morgan Wallen. So, apparently – Broken a record, 34 current songs in the global top 200, which Damn, is... Damn, is, is that... The album's like 30 mate, songs it's 39 long, songs. Shit. Like... Yeah. My brother, when we were driving over to on holidays, my brother's a big Morgan Wallen fan. He went to, the, went to the thing and he played the whole album. We sat there. Like, all the songs about drinking whiskey. 
Okay. Every single one of them is. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I love country music. Yeah. It's not even a guilty pleasure. It is just a flat yeah, out pleasure. Dude, dude, you don't have to defend yourself. Like a lot of people like country music. I reckon That's why he's so popular. I reckon it's becoming more mainstream because I've said like in the past you had acoustic and you know, say even rock and roll. But if you actually want to listen to instruments now, the closer you can actually get is to country music because pretty much everything else in the charts is either super poppy or electronic. Yeah, I mean, if you can, you can go find stuff out there. But really that, they crank out music as well. So you have like artists like Beyonce or other people, and you know, they've spent like three, four, sometimes even five years coming up with an album which has 10 or 12 songs. These country artists, right, are putting out albums of close to 40 songs, every, like year on year, mate. I don't know if that's good for the art, mate. As I said, every song is like about drinking. It's pretty much the same premise. Every song just changes the beat. Yeah, but he's like us. You know, know, like 90% of your life is drinking. I know. They're, look, they're good, but I don't know whether they all deserve all the hype they need. But, hey, fucking fair play to him. Yeah, my brother went to the concert. I didn't realise there's so many country music fans in Australia as well that like him. I think he is also a, like, success story from a bit of TikTok as well. You know, he, 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 there's a video on YouTube for our... Oh, spe- the COVID kisser? No. Oh. On that, that's funny. That is funny. But he was on The Voice. Like as a... Like a contestant. contestant. He didn't get far. I think it was the auditions. And he looked like <laughs> an absolute dweeb. I oh, think he still he had- looks a bit like a dweeb. <laughs> like he wears the hat and the cowboy boots. He still looks a little dweeby. Yeah. As a country boys, but I don't... Look, I'm not going to say country music's for simple people because I do enjoy some of the country music. But, but, but they are pretty much the same songs. Now, that is a bloke who did get cancelled and has come back. Yeah, during COVID, he was just kissing heaps of girls. At, where was it? Like an no, Alabama not, No, that's not what he got cancelled for. What did he get cancelled for? He said a word which sounds like the start of the country, Nicaragua. Well, you can just say he said the N-word. <laughs> it might have been more racist to say the way you said it. <laughs> no, he's, uh, did he? Any song or just in an interview or somewhere? Or? No, so I think he's self-confessed. He was like the 72nd hour of a 72-hour bender. And like someone, like one of his neighbours was like filming him and he just like said it. Like, I don't think he said it in a malicious way. It's it's a malicious word. He didn't say it in a malicious way. I'm not defending him here. This this TikTok came up the other day. Um, This black dude's going around like St. Patrick's Day. He says, say the N-word once or double it and give the next person. (laughs) Double it, give the next person. Say the N-word twice, double it. Okay, four times, 16 times. There comes the last guy, his face blurred out. <laughs> and he's counting, Edward, Edward, Edward. And I was like, the, like the, the host is just going, what the fuck, dude? You can't do that 16 times. <laughs> like, seriously. St. Patrick's Day as well. I reckon he knew he was going to get someone with that. Everyone else was so like, no, I'm not going to say that at all. And this guy just went for it. Fucking idiots out there, dude. Those videos <laughs> double it and pass it on to the next <laughs> person. <so> <laughs> Good St. Pat. Well, that was, did you celebrate St. Patty's Day? Uh, I remember we used to celebrate it. No, I didn't. Down here. One day we saw uh, saw Damien Leith, Leith perform down the Dan O'Connell's. Down <laughs> Leithy? Yeah, Damien Leith. Remember him from- Australian Idol, was yeah, it? Yeah, from Australia. I don't know. Where do those, like, where do those Aussie Idol, like, winners go? Because there's a new, have you, oh, this is another thing on holiday. So when you're on holiday, you've got to watch what your parents want to watch. Oh, fuck me. Did I watch that much Australian Idol? It was ridiculous. And there's only one winner in my eyes. Phoebe, the 15-year-old girl from the farm. And she's got a voice like Adele. She can pump it out. But, yeah, I, had, I ended up watching Australian Idol a lot. And sort of, it sort of sucked. Like I think old people on holidays 
And when I say old people, I'm saying like over the age of 35. They get boring. Right, I'll finish the story. They get really fucking boring. Yeah. So they just want to sit there and do nothing. They get up, they go for coffee. They don't even swim. Like they stop swimming at and some point. And they just sit down and do nothing. Do nothing. It is nothing more boring. I don't they don't even read. I don't know if they're They old. swim in the pool. We're at the beach, they swim in the pool. What are they doing? Mate, I, don't, I don't know if it's our generation's got ADHD, but like, if, yeah. if I sit down for two minutes, I'm like, I need to get up, I need to do something. Like, yeah. I just need to constantly be stimulated. Yeah. Joseph and I, we went, we went snorkeling, we went downhill mountain bike riding, we went, we didn't go fishing, we went to play golf as yeah. well. And then we went up, we're driving all over the place to do stuff because you just, I get the relaxing part, but you're just sitting there so bloody bored at home and there's only so much time you can spend with your family. I think that's probably why I drink so much. It's more out of boredom. <laughs> oh, well, let's go to the pub. You've got some, I think you've got some underlying issues, Toss, that we might have to get an expert on in later podcasts to talk about. <laughs> Do we have any therapist who would join us as a guest? Well, maybe, all right. Let's have, we'll have a break for Toss's alcohol problem, problem and then we'll come back after this. <laughs> get your drink. Uh... All right, so apparently, mate, we are due for about the um, our probably third once in a hundred year financial crash in the last fifteen years for you okay, and me. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a clairvoyant or whatever, but I there's just something you know, like in the Hangover when Alan's seen all the numbers at the casino. I'm seeing those numbers again. We experienced the first one. I don't know whether that produces real life for the first JFC, two thousand eight. Oh, you're alive? Mm, doesn't seem like it. But they weren't alive for that one. <laughs> the young boys. But yeah, I'm seeing the signs again, man. Credit Suisse just got bought out by who? UBS. UBS. That Silicon Valley Bank, they just got – isn't it called the Silicon Valley? Bank? Silicon Valley Bank, yeah. I they, just called that, they, yeah. they effectively got bailed out. So in the year – But US, still, I think that is – that was a preventative measure because they knew what's going to come if yeah, they let it go but, the normal But way. here's the thing though. So usually, same as Australia, money is secured up until 250000 Yeah. They had some businesses which had a lot more there. I'm talking millions. Oh, yeah, they secured it And all. the government secured it. All which, of it. Yes, it, it absolutely stopped a financial crisis. But then you've got to be like, because they do that, then other businesses will do more risky decisions knowing that they'll get bailed out. So well, it's kind of like a catch-22. Well, you, yeah, maybe. They might be thinking like that, but I don't think they will. I think they'll do it again, surely. Do, do you ever, I think all the businesses will wind it back in. Mate, I work in finance, right? And this is just my opinion. The sooner you learn this... Everyone knows absolutely nothing about what's going to happen in the market. That is a fact. People like to think they know, but no one knows anything, right? Right. Is this going to go down well with bosses? It's it's a fact. (laughs) It is a fact. It is a fact. It is a fact. No one can – you're right. No one can actually predict it. Let's look at the GFC, right? All the best economists in the world, all the best fund managers – not like none of them knew that the fucking biggest financial crash in like a hundred years was coming. Like, and, and then we're meant to like listen to them and expect them to know what's going to happen two yeah. weeks from now. Like, spare me. Smoke and mirrors, baby. Yeah. But I can see it. I can see it though. They can't. It's happening. It's going to happen again. Like they've done the numbers right. If you were to guess what the the return of markets will be next year, if you just guess the market average. Your guess will be better than ninety percent of predictions, like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, if the experts can't guess, like, why do you even listen to them? All so, you- w- w- what do we do then, Jack? What do we do now to prepare for it? Long-term investments, baby. Dollar cost averaging. So, what's that mean? That means like, put some money in now. Put some money in six months. Put it in six months after Into that. What? What are we putting it in? Per- Under the pillow. Personally, Under the mattress. Personally, mate, I would just say put it in a um, 
just a uh, high growth index fund for someone our age. This is not financial advice. This is just general advice. Very good disclaimer. Yeah, that was a very good disclaimer. This is we're just two guys having a chat. This is our transition to um, <laughs> financial <laughs> podcast. We can start one. We can start one for the youth. Well, I've all right. So they always talk. I've dabbled in Bitcoin. They they always talk Cryptos. about index funds, right? And mm-hmm. social investing. I want to start a syndex fund. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I so, forgot we talked about this. Yeah, so it's like it's like the opposite of like one of those ESG ones. So like we're investing in guns, gambling, strip, marijuana. Strip yeah, 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 yeah. OnlyFans, like OnlyFans. Yeah, they actually reckon that all those sin stocks actually perform super well when the economy tanks, they're negatively correlated with the market. Now, why is is why is that? Because people have less money or people are just trying to drown their sorrows and enjoy no, it? No, so that's the thing. It's a bit of a, like a catch-22. So when people have less money and unfortunate, like, you know, people turn to alcohol. They turn yes. to gambling. More divorces, yeah. Yeah. More strippers, money on strippers and prostitutes. That's what they turn to, I guess. I feel like there's... The, the, Syndex is not bad. And it's a good name. Syndex. It's pretty good. Is Somalian pirates included? Because that feels illegal. The other stuff feels legal. I feel like they would have super returns. <laughs> I mean, they would. Based <laughs> on what you've told me, I've, you've got me sold. Generate a bit of alpha. Got me sold. If I threw, you know what? If I threw all my principles out the window, you've sold me on pretty much everything you said today. <laughs> but I'm, you know what? I'm going to keep my principles. Speaking of principles, actually, I got a fun news story for you that I just saw. There, people are. Uh, oh, what's it? What are they called? Hello Fresh. And not using coconut milk from this specific Thailand company because they've been using monkeys for labourers in <laughs> Thailand to collect the coconuts. They're <laughs> <laughs> using monkeys. They're actually using monkeys to go up the trees and get the coconuts out. <laughs> I read that today. In the God damn! Time. I thought that was so funny. Like, what are the what? I know we use. What, they're they're painting them in bananas. Well, I, yeah, I think, but you're legally allowed to do it, but they're, they're doing it dodgily. Like, you have to pay them two bananas an yeah, hour yeah. and it works. It's like that Simpsons one where they've got them working on the typewriters, yeah. the, the Freemasons or whatever. But I was just thinking, is there, there's no other animals that you make work, like like a horse maybe sort of works for the police. Snow dogs maybe work and they have they have good life. They have rights as well. You've got monkeys flying up these trees. They reckon they do about 50 trees a day and about 1,000 to 5,000 coconuts a day. So everyone's like, this is unethical now. They've just got like Thai children climbing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's instead. Yeah. I'd just be unreal just having a heap of monkeys work for you. <laughs> like I imagine them in like little houses and stuff. They've all got like, they've all got wives and children at home. The monkeys are going. <laughs> they just put on their <laughs> they clothes. They cook dinner, yeah. They put on tie and stuff and go to work. <laughs> They're kind of like those old folks we're talking about from the 60s. They're like a tough day of work, have a couple of beers. Yeah, exactly. Fact. Just as long as they don't discover fire, we'll be all right. And yeah. then that's when they start evolving <laughs> this between is themselves. Like, this is like how Planet of the Apes starts <laughs> yeah it's the monkeys <laughs> pick up coconuts in thailand <laughs> oh. oh it is a, look it's a bad thing because it's animal cruelty i don't actually don't drink these time milk from whatever it is but i just thought it was, it was a funny image to me that there's monkeys overseas working if that's not enough <laughs> to stop you drinking coconut water guys i don't know what it is it was oh god it made me laugh well, a little bit there. I was just imagining, like, what else we could get a couple of monkeys around here to do some stuff, but we'd we'd feed them well because in Thailand you can get them to do work. Oh, for ma- you. Mate, if I, I would get a get a monkey on air tasker to clean this place. Well, I, could, I don't, if the market rates two bananas, well, I'll give you five. In Thailand, you could train. I think you could technically get one. You've obviously got to feed it right and do right by the monkey. Yeah. But I think you can buy one to work for you. 
Like imagine that out on the farm. You just got a monkey rounding up the sheep instead of a sheepdog. He's on a motorbike. No, he's, the, on a, the, oh, he's on a quad bike. No, the, the, the monkey's riding the sheepdog. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next agricultural innovation of the century. I think they're like the the Macau. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're called, but that was just a little fun news story I had for you from during the week. Anyway, while we're talking about the news, right? Yeah. It's a bit more serious, but apparently Vladimir Putin has been indicted by the ICC. Now, I just want to preface that. Not the cricket council. Not the international <laughs> cricket council. Okay. <laughs> He's had a bit of a suspect bowling action, a bit it's, like John Howard. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird they took this long to get into him, actually. <laughs> Bizarre, they're like, no, he's going all right. His figures are okay. He's good for the game. <laughs> and they've finally decided. Yeah, they've seen him throwing bombs or something. And he's, he's finally just chucked on. <laughs> no, ball tampering. They got David Warner, but uh, Putin was the real target. Putin is the real target. <laughs> he's bowling too many Chinamen. <laughs> But any, like you, mate, get that? He's meeting with Xi Jinping. Yeah. My Chinaman joke. <laughs> Come on, brother. Keep up. Left arm leg spin, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he bowled like, he would bowl like Brad, Bradley Hogg. That is who I reckon Putin would bowl like. I reckon, I reckon. And bat like Jason Crazier. Not because they look anything like. Um, no, not Jason. <laughs> is it Crazier? No, he's the bowler. I'm thinking of Chris Rogers. <laughs> he looks a bit like Chris Rogers. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Like if they're going after political editors, I'm surprised the ICC didn't indict John Howard back in the day. <laughs> yeah, <we're doing. laughs> and Kevin For Rudd. that atrocious ball. None of, none of them can bowl apparently. No. Maybe they're all right with the bat. Apparently Ruddy's pretty good at um, D-ball. Oh, down ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what D-ball was for a bit there. Down ball. We just call it handball absolute, in New South Wales. Absolute champ of the dog shot. What's the, which one's the dog shot? Oh, it's too much time. Not the grassy? I think it's where you go to fake like one way and then you whack it back the other way and they're not expecting it. Fuck, we should start. start. Kind of what like Julie Gillard did to him. Yeah, yeah, a little (laughs) bit with the backhand. What about, um, you know how pickleball's taking off? Do we get competitive handball going? Or does it exist? Not just in the schoolyard. Sorry, what? You know what pickleball is? No, I've got no idea. You never heard of pickleball? Is that the thing we have a mat in the middle? Like the, uh, the... Trampoline. Do you know what pickleball is? You don't know what pickleball is? No, they've got, they've got, it's like the small little tennis. Like they're playing the, and they've just got like their straight bats. So you got a pole in the middle and then like. No, no, no. It's like a small version of tennis. So you don't really have to run as much. You just whack it over. It's, it's, it. Yeah, they've got like wooden bats. It's it's everywhere. I've never. Well, in the US, it's everywhere. Okay, well, well, we'll leave that then. But it looks like people are arguing in the US. In neighbourhoods because it's so annoyingly loud because it is like wooden bats. They're like we don't want pickleball courts in our neighbourhood because they just keep us up all night, these stupid idiots playing pickleball. Just what did you used to play at school? Were you D-ball? Yeah, yeah, D-ball. I went through a few – went through – well, yeah, handball. Went through a few phones. We used to play – Classic like, phones in the pocket and you go for real like grassy and you hit it. We kind of played like a version D-ball and you're like against the wall and then it was like whoever went out first right after the game had to stand against the wall and the winner got to like – Pick the ball, the ball as hard as possible from five metres away. What's that called when you do it in ping pong? Slap. Sting pong. Sting pong. Sting There's pong, something yeah. about just being a young boy and like. Copping one. That was the like, same in tennis. You used to do this at your line up, whoever lost, and you get to whack the balls you, at them. You, you need a bit of risk. You need a bit of investment to kind of like get the testosterone <laughs> levels going. Yeah, guys just love hurting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that's uniquely to us. It's like women do not enjoy it. For us, it's just funny as well. Or like you just play keep up and you'd get like a really good rally going. And then like you just knew whoever like fucked it up. Oh, it yeah. was like, it was game over. The classic was, yeah. And then you just, you knew you were chasing them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they'd 
piss bolt off. You guys are trying <laughs> and get st- him naked. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of sexual assault to get you going in the schoolyard. Did you see <laughs> stuff at school which was like objectively so funny, but he's like. Not acceptable yeah. at any other yeah, stage. Yeah, no, it isn't. We're, we're kids. We're kids, so you can get away with no, it. We don't know any did, better. Did apparently. you have to wear ties? Yeah, we had to wear ties. You yeah. know, like the old tie pull, and you'd pull it oh so God. tight you that, couldn't get it. That you'd undone. have to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you imagine rocking up to work like a finance or accounting <laughs> job, and then just like grabbing your mate's tie? <laughs> <laughs> I think you've said that before. That's like um, same. You just rip someone's backpack. But like you rip them over with it, you just grab them and just go yank. And oh, we used to do like when the the, the pocket rip. Yeah, you'd rip pockets. people's pockets off. That you know who that hurt more than anyone? Our mums. <laughs> Our mums had to pay for those t-shirts. They had to heal, like fix them up. Or someone would like rip your shirt and like all the buttons would just. <laughs> I know. I know. And it looked like you're wearing a cape. Oh, fucking our poor mothers. They would, they just had to deal with it back then. And then you think like, what like classic, but like just no ingenuity to it. Someone just like kneeling behind someone and then just pushing them over. Yeah, that was – I think that is so funny because of the setup. <laughs> because, you know, like the entrepreneurs <laughs> them, someone's knelt down behind them and they just don't know where they get a push. That is – like, <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> shit. Thing, I was watching Jackass the other day because it was just on, uh, on Foxtel and they're just – it's like they're just the simple funny stuff. I was thinking all the pranks they do that are like really big and out there. And it's as simple as Chris Dunn's holding the like the Chinese like the boards when they do the karate chops, and then just Knoxville comes up and just kicks him in the nuts. Like that is <laughs> that, that is all it took to be hilarious, and everyone laughed. The old bait and switch. It's like the only one you can kind of do now is if you're on the gas and you're like walking somewhere, just pushing someone into a bush. Into a bush, as well. <laughs> or into the wall. Yeah, that's not platform nine and three quarters. Like straight into the wall. We used to that school all the time. And if you got them under a staircase, even funnier. <laughs> On a brick wall. Fuck. Let's go back to school, mate. That's actually, that's another story I read. Some chick in Massachusetts in Boston, she was 32 years old and re-enrolled in high school. And they, they caught her after like a couple of weeks because she was planning, she was going to the council and stuff. She was planning out of school meetings with the counsellor. She's trying to recreate her. She's like 32 years old Chinese woman. <laughs> <laughs> she started going back to school. Yeah, it's well, wild that you can get away with that. Like, Yeah, it's like... Um, not meeting the – how do you start a school with not meeting anyone's parents? Do you just sign up and then start going That's the thing. under like, a name? If you get those se- you senior students, can they do those pranks again? Like what's the movie with Steve Buscemi in it? And he's like, hello, my dudes. Oh, oh when he's accepted, when he's the older kid in the movie. Yeah. Is that accepted? Justin no, Long, Jonah Hill? I don't know. Like Lively? And then the, it's like Billy Madison as well. It might be, yeah, it might be Billy Madison or something. Something like that. But, yeah, that was – yeah, very funny. School days. The glory what else, days. What else you got for his toss today? Anything you want to talk about? Oh, I had to vote. I did have to vote when I was back in New South Wales. Oh. In, the, in the federal election. Nanopop wouldn't let me leave You'd without voting. You'd be a Greens voter, yeah. Well, I can tell you who I voted for. Well, you can't ask some of that. But you can, I guess you can assume it of them. I, yeah, I think I vote. You vote Greens down here because you just vote Greens, whatever. I but, don't. Um, I certainly don't. You don't? I they always get in in Melbourne anyway, so I don't really care anymore. Same in where we vote in Aubrey in New South Wales is Farrah. So it's staunch liberal there, so there's no point. But Nan was into me, you got to vote in the election, whatever. I haven't changed my licence to down here. I've still kept it up there f- since I've lived in Melbourne for like the last seven, eight years. Yeah. Just so I can get, <coughs> just so I can get the, um, the, the digital ID on my phone. New South Wales has that and Victoria doesn't. 
Which is so handy. I like don't carry a wallet anyway. Oh, it's so frustrating. Like <coughs> Vic- yeah. Victoria's backwards, mate. Yeah, it's uh, like I can't believe you guys don't have it. Anyway, that's why I keep. That's why I still have changed my address to down here. But Nan taught the member for. She taught him at school. She was a school teacher and taught, taught Justin Clancy, who's like the member in Old River Farrah. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to vote to Nan and Pop. And I'm like, no, you got to go vote. And I said, what if I vote for the Greens or Labor? They're like, we will disown you. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, you're making me vote. What if I vote against you? And I'm like, they did think about it for a minute. And they're like, no, you still got to vote. You got to do the right thing. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, I, did, I gave you the chance to let your guy get in. But what? I think they knew they'd get in anyway. But then that's the thing. I, I ran in there. I didn't, you know, how they handed the sheets out the front. I was just like, nah, nah, guys, I got this. <laughs> Walk straight in there. I did think about doing a donkey vote. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to properly vote. And then, yeah, I went, Justin Clancy for Nan. Then I went, Who'd I go? Maybe, maybe Greens then Labor. I, I don't, Labor I, I don't think our audience really need to know exactly who you voted for in the election. No, it was, this is just this is who it was. And then the next one you do, I don't know what it's for the center. It's like it's massively long. Oh, you vote for fourteen or whatever. The sex party, the pirate party, well, the exactly. Sack so Dan Andrews party. I might have gone green, but then it was it was sex party, hunting and fishing, cannabis. Like this is my this is the order I voted for them. You know, I just went bang bang bang. Whatever sounded good to me, I was voting for. And then that's 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 the election. That's so, you know, when they had the Vic election, right? Rogers Park. There was the Sack Dan Andrews party. Yeah, and yeah. that was actually created as a subsidiary, and all the votes from that went to Labor. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's they give out the things, and if you put your second preference or whatever. Yeah, it goes. So, but that was like just tactical. They're like, well, we'll oh, get the Dan really? Andrews votes. Oh, because Dan Andrews and, is and Labor. Then, yeah. And then we'll get like the anti votes and redirect them. Like it was. There was that That's dodgy. Sure, you'd be looking to that, mate. Did they? I'm telling you, because there was that 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 bloke who was called like the vote whisperer, who was like pivotal, like you know, for the last twenty years in setting preferences. Like you remember in the federal election, there was that guy Ricky Moi who got like less than two thousand primary votes, and then he ended up somehow like had these preference arrangements and like got elected to the Senate. That is wild. He was just some like he was some like motor car enthusiast from like fucking Gippsland. Good on Rick. <laughs> He's beating the system. I'm not. That's not bad, brother. <laughs> I just wish I had have done that. <laughs> what? What's their? They get a good wage, do they? If you become a politician, I th- but you, they all they go they got to be great. They got to be slimed. They got to be slimed. The pe- the pensions. You get good pension because that was the thing. They, I guess you're a civil servant. They they brought in like the new super rules, right? Which is like you get taxed. 30% instead of 15 if you got oh, over super. 3 million balance, which is like fair enough. But then like super then, I was like really like superhero rules. No, like, no. I forgot super existed, superannuation. But then but then all the, like, the politicians are getting like all these like ridiculous pensions and I'm pretty sure they're like tax-free or they don't get taxed that much. Damn. Damn, Daniel. That's pretty good. Maybe that's incentive to do it, to become a politician. It's interesting as well. Like Canberra's just like this bubble, right, where everyone gets paid so well. One of my mates was uh, an advisor there for the Liberal Party. He's now independent, works for the Department of Defence. But he's telling me, like, the wages and, like, the expenses that the advisor are allowed is just mental, mate. It is, like, off the charts. They get paid so much. But then it's like a catch-22 because the government can't reel it in because then they go and strike. And then the government's got no advisors. Yeah, right. So, like, they're forced into this, like... Pigeonhole where they've just got to pay these like hacks who just come out of arts degrees at university. Oh, so like, the advisors aren't, they don't work for the government. No, they they're do. They're contractors. 
I, I don't have an exact arrangement, but okay. like when you're in government, you get like a set amount of advisors. You get advisors when you're the shadow department, but you don't get as They're many. They're like your Justice League sort of. Yeah, I don't really, yeah. <laughs> you're asking the wrong bloke, mate. Your team of Avengers. Well, mate, because you lost me halfway through there. I was trying to keep up. The, I don't know whether the listeners want to talk about Yeah, we, we've advisors. gotten a bit political. <laughs> what else is happening in the world that we can talk about? I don't know, man. I think I've I think I've talked about everything I wanted to talk about today and catch up on. There's got to be something. Oh, the cold weather in Melbourne. That was oh. the end on that. Yeah. The weather in Melbourne turned absolutely dog shit. Literally last week it was 35 degrees. Was it hot down here? Oh, I was at home. Oh, you're at home as well. Was it hot? Blakey down here yeah. on the weekend, Saturday. Yeah. 35 degrees and windy or something. Yeah, right. It was the same back home. It's Swimming like, in the river in Aubrey. I've been to the beach. Like, I don't think I've swum in the river, what? What day? 20th of March and I'm still swimming in the river up in Aubrey. Like, that is – I know we've had a cool summer, but when, that's unheard wouldn't of. Wouldn't the river be freezing because there's just so much water in the lake? You know what right it is now? freezing? Bright. Because that's straight off the Alpine. It's <laughs> bloody cold up there. That was That's what I did after my brother's 18th. We jumped in there and I that's how hungover I was. I couldn't feel my head at all, like but even with the cold water. Do you find it interesting, right? I could have just sunk to the bottom and just – We think that's cold and we complain and I do get seasonal depression. I like It's, it's just a fact. It's something I deal with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get yourself one of those little blue lights. Get the, what are they called? I'm the fake sunlight. I'm chatting to a therapist about the weather. <laughs> I don't think you can help me, that love. Is, that's how low your chats at the therapist are. Very so. So how's the weather lately? Yeah. Coming down a bit. <laughs> Not real bad. I honestly need to go to Europe or somewhere warm every July. I guess that's why everyone does go overseas. But it's, look, it's shit. But how do people it's live? It's rainy today. I did, but this is, this is going to spook. It's actually maybe spooky. Spooky. Yesterday I made, I didn't even look at the weather. I um, put the slow cooker on. Oh, made some, made some chicken, which mm. is perfect. I woke up this morning and went, Lockie, you're a bloody genius, mate. You've done really well here. Are you a psychic or what? Because you just made a delicious meal for cold weather and you didn't even know it was going to be cold. Matt, all right, best thing to come out of COVID, working from home but not for working from home's sake, slow cooking, mate, like rack of ribs in the smoker. Mm, mm, mm. That sweet American barbecue, baby. Just like stuff that you could, you can't do when you're working. I can't put the smoker on for eight hours if I'm going into the office. Either house. I think I think you could. No, nah, I, I our grand our grandparents are very risk averse, and you probably need someone here. But I think you could get away with it. No, nah, but I, I'd do it. I need to get one of those. <laughs> I'd do it. I need to get one of those automatic ones, like Tommy Max got. Yeah, that turn off. The, turn no, off? you can just set the temperature and it goes. Oh right, I definitely have left something on the stove and run down the shops for. Well, it's been going. Don't, Elliot, my housemate, if you're listening, don't. Sorry about that. <laughs> if it, wasn't, it wasn't in our house. If you're this listening, years ago. if you're listening, no, I didn't. If, if anyone's listening, don't do that. You probably shouldn't do that. But you can get away with stuff. I was saying this, I said this on the other day. I'm like, I will leave, this is gross, but I will leave stuff in the slow cooker overnight and then I'll still eat it the next day. Like, it's fine. As in, like, the slow cooker's not on. It's finished. I'm just like, can't be bothered packing it up for the night. You are a Do it with chicken. Matt. Oh, mate. Never. I've never once got food poisoning. This is not cooking advice. It is. <laughs> We're tough enough. Who the, uh, Write us in. Who the hell has got food poisoning from bad chicken that you've left over overnight? It's normally undercooked or raw chicken. This is probably cooked chicken. Never. Not once. Any meats as well. You it works. It only takes one time. Well, mate. 
Well, on, that, on that note, should we wrap the show up? Let's wrap it's it up. Good. Do good. not leave your chicken in this slow cooker overnight, <laughs> yeah. not turned on, all right? Okay, that is not life advice. Hey, your, their, your words, not mine, mate. All right. <laughs> it's good to be back. Good to be back. After a little bit of We will cool. try and get back into the regular posting schedule. So yeah, we'll we'll what are we doing Wednesdays or Thursdays? Uh, we're not sure yet. Um, how about first, give us five stars on Spotify or Apple Music. We'd love it. And then secondly, tell us, when do you want us to release the pod? You know what, I think we'll just make a decision for them, but they can only pick from Wednesdays and Thursdays. And Thursdays, that's what we do. But this one, this one will go out. What's today, Tuesday? Thursday morning. Down at Prout. We're having a look where this is, guys, this is a real insight into the the production meetings that we have here at the Tossers podcast. This is what we're talking about off air is when we're going to post this stuff. But we're back now. We're back in right. the swing of it. We're back, baby. Subscribe, like us everywhere. Adios. Follow us. Ciao.